Hello, it's Josephine here, your performing arts business coach, talent manager, speaker, and mentor. Today, I am going to be speaking about my triple threat communication system. So this essentially is communication three ways, but it's how you can apply communication within your studio environment. Now, I know that you are probably so frustrated with parents and with clients who don't read the newsletter. They don't, you know, respond to you speaking to them in studio. They miss the communication. They miss the memo. And it means that you're constantly having people asking you questions. What's on? Hey, I didn't see this. Hey, what's going on? And it can really lead to that level of frustration within your business. Well, I have a system that's really helped me sort of overcome that uh, communication barrier. Uh, Of course, there's always going to be people that need that extra helping hand. But at the end of the day, I would say a majority of what we do in my studio is very well communicated. And to be honest, I rarely have um, too many issues, really. Like we have most people pretty well informed. We hardly have uh, inquiries around when is this and what is that? Uh, Of course, it's always going to happen and you can never eliminate that. And we're going to talk about that side of things too and and just how we can manage our expectations as well so that we can avoid frustration. Um, But yeah, so I'm going to talk about that, my triple threat communication system. Now, we all know a triple threat is a singer, dancer and actor, but someone that can actually do all of those three together really well. (laughs) So I'm hoping that if I give you these three core skills um, and communication methods that you are going to be able to make them work cohesively together. That's the goal. I'm also going to touch on my experience at Dance Teacher Expo. I did mention last episode, um, which was all about Victorian dance, my Victorian dance festival experience, that I was going to quickly just touch on my Dance Teacher Expo. So when I jump into the episode, I'll, um, I'll start there and then we'll kick into the triple threat communication system. Okay. Sounds like a plan. Have we got a plan of action here? <laughs> you know, I love a good plan. Um, all right, here we go with the show. Hey there, I'm Josephine Lankuba and you're listening to Business Arts and All That Jazz. I've been immersed in the creative business world and performing arts industry for over 20 years. I know from experience that being an artist, a creative or running a creative business can be a tough gig, but I'm here to tell you it's possible. I went from having zero dollars to my name and living below the poverty line to then living paycheck to paycheck to finally living a life of comfort, happiness, passion and even stability. In this podcast, I peel back the curtain and share with you the ups and downs of my journey. Plus, I tap into the minds of creative industry experts to discover their paths to success. I know you have a spark inside of you, that little voice that tells you to reach for the stars. I want to help you step into your limelight to have the courage to live a life you dream of, a life that you design. So get ready to be entertained and inspired as we talk business, arts, and all that jazz. 
Welcome to the show. Um, I'm so excited to have you here because we are going to talk about that triple threat communication system that will hopefully, you know, be a great asset to your studio business. But before we do, I just wanted to touch on my experience um, at Dance Dance Teacher Expo in Sydney. Uh, Very cool, very shiny, very nice event, Uh, very busy event. I think the ladies... um, and also Nathan as well. Um, but the ladies that I've met and known, uh, Rebecca Lou Brennan and Amanda Barr are phenomenal for pulling off what they did in such a short period of time too, from when they said they were going to do it. And then a few months later they did, and they did in a big way. Like, so yay. Congratulations, ladies. That was pretty fantastic. I have to admit. Um, and Rebecca's been a guest on our show actually, and she, and, and actually I'll share that with you because I think that she's got some really uh, great uh, advice and tidbits for, for studio owners. Um, she's phenomenal. So I'd like to actually have Amanda on the show later in the piece. So Amanda, if you're listening, we're going to have to get you on the show, okay? She doesn't know it yet. I've not asked her, but yeah. <laughs> um, I love it. I love it because these guys have really put in the hard yards. Um, I actually saw a few people, um, a few speakers. I only went to the Sunday, as I may have mentioned. Um, I didn't go to the whole weekend because I was at Victorian Dance Festival as an exhibitor, but uh, I did get to see Lee uh, Schwinsung. Uh, who is from Mao's Last Dance. So if you've seen the movie, if you've read the book, um, this is the actual Mao's Last Dancer, not the actor. Um, So this is pretty phenomenal. Um, Yeah, so I've seen him uh, do his presentation. Uh, He actually kicked off the day on that the final day, which was a Sunday, and it was absolutely phenomenal. Oh, my goodness. just phenomenal. He was really moving and he talked about, you know, growing up in poverty and the strict, you know, regime of the Chinese ballet and how he overcame that, became professional, worked really hard, um, ended up falling in love with an Australian um, ballet dancer and, yeah, just phenomenal, phenomenal. And now he works with the um, Queensland Ballet's Ballet Company. So just a really interesting story. And honestly, we were in tears probably a good five or more times throughout that entire presentation. And just from his storytelling ability, you know, oh, just just so great. I mean, just so great. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. Um I also got to see quite a few other speakers, which was great. I jumped into the Ready, Set, Dance presentation from Belinda Agostino, who's also been a guest on this show. We've had quite a few people there that have been guests on this show. I bumped into, you know, Claire O'Shea, who's been a guest on this show. Like, it was just so cool. And I also got to see a lot of my clients there, um, which was lovely. So I might pop a little reel together of all the clients I saw over last weekend and um, with a little bit of a tag on Instagram just to say, yay, I love you, and that was so cool to see you. (laughs) So I'll pop that together. But, yeah, look, there was multiple rooms running at a time, and I think there were two movement rooms happening and then there were two to three business rooms happening um, simultaneously, and they were pretty much all packed out. Uh, I did go and also see a presentation from Bangara Dance Theatre, 
which was great and very informative, which I really enjoyed. Uh, so yes, there was a lot of beautiful takeaways there. Uh, and it was really cool to see that each room was actually quite bustling. You had to get in quick in some of them actually, because once they hit capacity, they'd lock the doors out. So, you know, but it was, it was really cool. If I had to do a comparison from Melbourne to Sydney, it's a really hard ask because they're just different, you know, and here it is. Um, so if you flick back to episode number 28 of this podcast, Business Arts and All That Jazz, I've got an episode there with Lebe- um, Rebecca Lou Brennan, rather, who was one of the creators of Dance Teacher Expo, and it's called Fired Up for Growth. So number 28, Fired Up for Growth with Rebecca Lou Brennan. Do check that one out. Um, I'll also try and find that one, um, which was with Belinda Agostino. And she was, she's, you know, one of the creators of Ready, Set, Dance. She really had a lot of insight into that preschool realm. I thought one comment was really interesting. So she talks about digital marketing and all the bits and she shows different examples of, you know, great marketing techniques and and ways to communicate to the audience online. She talked about building brand loyalty, which is really phenomenal. Um, But she actually did mention that a lot of people's mailboxes are actually empty at the moment. And so why not put um, put some of, some of your flyers into your local mailboxes, which we haven't heard for a long time. So I thought that was really interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Is mail, is mail marketing dead or is it because it's been dead for so long is now the right time to get back into the mailboxes? I'd love to hear what your thoughts are. So please, by all means, DM me on Instagram at Josephine Cuba and tell me, what do you think about that comment that, is it time to maybe start trying the mailbox marketing again? I'd be interested to hear your thoughts. Uh, now, if you're interested in Belinda Agostino from Ready, Set, Dances episode, it's number 63. So if you flick back to number 63 and it's called Building Brand Loyalty with Belinda from Ready, Set, Dance. So do check that out. All right. So that's my little recap, guys. It was a beautiful day on Sydney Harbour water. They had all the bells and whistles. Phenomenal. Lots of vendors. Um, They had a thing where if you got your tag scanned by every vendor in the space, every exhibitor, then you would go into the draw to win a trip to Las Vegas. Like it was a, it was a whole thing. It was a whole thing. It was, was it Las Vegas or Los Angeles? I don't know. You want a trip to the States. It was pretty phenomenal. Um, and someone did actually win that. So that's amazing. Like, so they had some really, some really cool ideas and, and marketing tips and ways to get their exhibitors to also engage their audience and and get emails and things like that, which is also cool. So, you know, you want to look after those people that are, are marketing in your space as well. Um, I had some good conversations with people. I, I spoke to a videography company actually that I thought, oh, that's interesting. I, I'm going to be contacting them today actually to engage them and see what their prices look like. Um, but yeah, I think it's great. I think it's an opportunity to network, catch up with some industry people. Like I said, I bumped into so many of my coaching clients. It was beautiful. And I wouldn't have otherwise met them in real life usually because a lot of what I do is online. So I loved that. Anyway, Onward and upward, let's get into the show. But before we do, we're going to take a very short 
two second, two minute, two second break. And, um, and then we're going to kick in to my triple threat communication system, which I think you're going to love and be able to implement literally like within a couple of days in your studio. So here we go. Are you a studio owner who has ever thought or dreamt about providing professional opportunities for your students in film, television, theatre and commercial? Then I have the solution for you and it's easier than you think with my signature course, Talent Manager Bootcamp. This course is designed to take you from studio owner to talent manager in eight weeks by providing you with the industry insights and theoretical and practical knowledge you need to create your own in-house talent management service so you can provide these amazing opportunities for your students on screen and on stage. The best part is that this service can be 100% inclusive because you don't need experience to have commercial work. You just need a bit of confidence and the desire to do it. Of course, then it leads into those bigger roles and bigger opportunities where those extra skills are needed. But who better to know the skills of your students and their potential than you? Because you've nurtured them. You've brought them up from baby beginnings through to their older yonder years and you know the talent that they have within them and who better to unlock that potential than you. You are the best talent manager that they could ever have. You just don't know it yet. So why not jump on my wait list for Talent Manager Bootcamp? Doors are opening at the end of May 2023. Jump on the wait list now. That's josephinelanecuba.com forward slash TMB and the link is in the show notes. You can find out more information there as well on the page and hopefully I'll see you on the wait list. My wait list people receive benefits and early access. So if you want to be on that list and not miss that announcement and also get those goodies and benefits, jump on now, click the link and see you there. That's Talent Manager Bootcamp. Bye. Here's the thing about communication. It's a two-way street. We can assume that people just know what to do. We can assume that they're going to read that email. We can assume a lot of things about our clients, but the truth is communication requires intentional effort. The flick of an email is actually not enough. And as much as that may be frustrating that people don't read them, it's just the truth. It's also about the way you present the communication. Are you writing in blocks of of like paragraphs? Are you bullet pointing and highlighting the important information at the top. We know that social media and the way of our digital world has caused people's attention spans to lessen. So it's really important that the way we deliver the communication is streamlined and in a way that people will consume it, that, you know, consume that information. So here is my triple threat communication system that I'm going to share with you today. And it's going to sound super basic, but guess what? It is. It's just about consistency and intention. Okay, so firstly, I'm going to talk about communication triple threat method number one, and that is the good old email. Okay, 
Now, I'm going to assume that your conversations are happening in class. Maybe you're telling people at the desk, you've told your teachers and all the things. But the truth is, I don't actually consider in-person conversation as part of my triple threat system. I'm hoping that those conversations are happening, but we can't rely on that. So, for example, um, I used to have a system in my studio, and this is around uh, customer love experience, where we used to give birthday cards, a written birthday card and a little balloon or, or something or a treat for people in studio for their birthdays. Now, what we used to do was we used to say to the teacher, because I'm not on, I've got, well, I used to have bloody eight club sites and now I've got four um, intentionally. I downsized um, to my most profitable sites. But the the way we used to do it, because I'm not on site, we never really, we didn't have reception per se because our programs run from multiple spaces. So we would email the coach, say, hey, it's this person's birthday. In their kit, they'd have birthday cards and stock. Their job was to write the card and hand it to them on the day. Now, what was happening was sometimes they'd do it and sometimes they wouldn't. And we lost consistency, which is very bad because if a kid gets a birthday card and then the next day the other kid doesn't, that's not good. That's bad news, right? So we decided to remove the teacher element in the birthday celebration process, which sounds counterintuitive because you'd think it should happen in person. But the truth is, if it's not consistent and if everyone's not getting the same treatment, then I'd rather not have it at all. Now, I don't want to not have it at all. So what we changed it to was that our birthday cards are sent from head office. So the person now gets a text message, happy birthday from your, you know, studio family, blah, blah, blah. So they get an automated text message. It's set automation. They get an automate, automated text message from our software provider. And by the way, our software provider is Dance Biz. And um, if, if you've ever thought about trying some software and you're not using it, that's how we actually use our, do our text messaging emails um, roll call, invoicing, all of it. It's all done through DanceBiz. And uh, if you'd like a couple of months free, I've got a code that I can give you. So I'll pop that in the show notes for you if, if that's something you want to trial and, and um, yeah, trial for a couple of months free. No problem. So we'll just, I'll just pop that link in the, in the show notes for you below. But yeah, so we send a text message and we send the card from head office and we let the coach know that it's someone's birthday in their class, but whether or not they say happy birthday or not, we can't control. We encourage them to, we want them to, but sometimes they don't do it. Sometimes they miss the memo. Sometimes they don't communicate well or they forget. So instead of relying on that, we have placed a system that is um, a sure thing because we know in the head office we're going to do that. And we make sure that there's consistency around it. Now, you're probably wondering, why am I telling you this? Well, I'm telling you this because if part of your communication system is simply telling the the teachers to talk to students in class about the thing, forget it. 
Yes, you can you can say they're so reliable, they always do it, all the bits, but sometimes it does not happen. What if someone was away that day? What if five people were away that day and missed the memo? It is great to add that to your strategy, absolutely, but it is not part of my triple threat system that I can say is a, a sure thing that we know that every student received that communication. They may not have read it, but every student received that communication. So in-class communication, perfectly fantastic. I highly recommend, but not necessarily part of your communication strategy. Okay. So the first thing is email. Now, obviously, when you send an email, that sounds like so obvious. But like I said before, how are you sending the email? Are your emails essays? What I would recommend is Firstly, and please don't send emails to people that are not relevant. So you know how you can send a blast to every, well, you can in dance biz, you send a blast to the entire active student um, base, or you can choose categories like just send to this class, just email that class, one click of the button, you select the class and say, email this class, boom, send, right? Love it. Um, But, you know, don't send emails to everyone that don't relate to them. So you might have categories and go, you know, our preschoolers do this, our juniors do this, our seniors do that. And so what happens is you've flooded the communication with things that your clients don't necessarily need. Be aware of that. Um, There are other ways to do bulk mass emails and that can be via attachments that are titled. So you might say, This email is for everyone participating in our end of year concert for a recital or whatever or showcase. Our end of year concert, and then in bullet points, please see attached your relevant PDF with the information that tells you the time, location, yada, yada, and say it's important that you open the correct attachment for your program. So that's when you'd have an attachment saying, you know, one preschoolers, two, whatever. You can do bulk that way, but not flooding it in the email, right? Put the key points at the top of the email and always bullet point, please. I mean, no one reads paragraphs. No one, not anymore. Even me, I'm, I mean, I'm great within my business when it comes to communication, but gosh, I'm the worst when it comes to school communication. I hardly read the newsletter. Yes, I am one of those people that don't really read the school newsletter. I rely on my mum's WhatsApp group, and we're going to get to that in a sec. I rely on the mum's parents' WhatsApp group for my kids' class. That's where I get all my information. I love it. That's my thing. Um... I'm just time poor. A lot of people are, they don't open the correspondence and you need to accept that, but it doesn't mean you shouldn't send it. So absolutely email is one of those things that you need to do. And you should always have something in a paper trail or in writing when it comes to important correspondence, just make sure you're highlighting the key points. And if there is a bulk attachment, like a a show handbook, we we do handbooks um, for our shows then that's an attachment. I might have the key points in bullets like time, date, location for costuming information and everything else see attached. Okay. So the attached show book, which is like your Bible to the event. All right. And in that show handbook, I have a contents um, listing at the front page. What do you call it? 
you know, what to find on what page category. Like it's got to be clear. Anyway, email number one. What's next on my triple threat um, communication system? Text. A lot of people do not utilize text. And let me tell you, text cuts through. Like I said, I use a system called Dance Beers and I can do bulk text from that system. But do be mindful, text costs money. So you want to make sure that you're only using them for really important things or you're highlighting that there's an important email in their inbox that they must review with all of the information. So for example, um, we recently did the Royal Easter show performance. Um, it was something we auditioned for last year and we recently performed. Uh, we have kids that we select for that, um, because you know, we're not taking a hundred kids to the Easter show stage. That would be a nightmare. Um, so we have about, I know it was about 20 kids performing in the actual Easter show on stage. So that's the thing that requires its own level of communication. So in the software, we'd create a category, um, which you can do. We'd create a category, enroll the kids into the Easter show performance experience, and then I can directly communicate with them there. Um, so the way we do that with text is we, in the software, we just select all for the Easter show experience category, and then we just send a text to all. But those text messages are not essays. They are referring them to the key points only. So looking forward to the Easter show tomorrow, meeting time, you know, 8 a.m., location, la, 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 time, you know, whatever. Um, make sure you wear your costume to the to the meeting gate. For all um, details of the full address, parking information, etc., please see your email that was sent today. So that's how we use text. Text is brief, quick snapshot highlights, and then if we need to refer them to the full bulk information, we say, please see your email sent yesterday, see your email sent today. Also, for anything like school holiday events or anything that has to do outside of the regular calendar, we will send a text reminder. Um, if there's been a change, so we sublease venues and once a year there's a train show. Yes, a train show. I don't know what happens at this train show. I have a feeling it's like model trains or something in a community center. Anyway, the oldies love it. They just love it. And that happens once a year in our venue and we can't use our space. So they, the council books us into a different space, but it's for things like that, like change of venue, change of time, send a text message because yes, it's going to cost you money, but it will cost you a lot more if you have a disgruntled customer who doesn't want to be your customer anymore because they drove to the wrong venue um, because they missed the email or they weren't there listening when you said it in person. Anything that has to do that it, with change of details that is going to impact someone negatively if they didn't get the memo, you've got, I think text is the way. So we will say a reminder, everyone that you can even do it the day of, like the morning of, let's say the class is at 11 a.m. and you send a 9 a.m. blast. And I called it a blast because we just select all and send, which I love. Um, we'll go, just a reminder that your class venue has changed for today and will be held at yada yada venue at this time. You know, please head to the new location for today only. 
That's it. So I'm actually being really clear and concise in my text messaging. So yeah, we will never send people to a different venue or time off. There's been a real big adjustment. Let's say you have to cancel a class. Let's say all of your team get sick with COVID and you've decided to replace your lessons for that day through online um, Zooms. And I know we're not in COVID anymore, but we've actually done this before. If a class falls on a public holiday for us, because we're a monthly model and we want to make sure that we're creating that value equally across all our venues, if they're paying the same monthly price, we'll, um, if a class falls on a Monday, it's a public holiday, we'll say, hey, that class has been replaced with a Tuesday virtual class. So we will send on that day before or whatever, or the final week, the final weekday, if no one's working the day before or the day off. Hey, everyone, just a reminder that on Monday, it's a public holiday and your class has been changed to a virtual lesson on the Tuesday at this time. Please see your email for the Zoom link. No one will be at the venue on Monday. So head to the email for more information. Those sorts of things are definitely communicate because if someone shows up, that's, that's not great. That's bad with no one there. That's really bad. So we don't want that. So triple threat communication system, number one, clear and to the point emails. Number two, text, utilize text. And you don't have to use these danceware software to dance rather software to, um, to do bulk text. There's lots of services out there that you can use. They do cost money. So we don't send it for everything. We are mindful of what we use it for just because we are being, you know, cost conscious, Um, and we want to run a profitable business at the end of the day, but we will send it for those major moments and for key highlights. Definitely text is a major part of our communication system and we do use it. We actually even use text for our trial reminders. Every single trial reminder gets a text and an email. Only one more sleep until we see you tomorrow at your mini stars, uh, class in XYZ suburb at 9.30 a.m. Coach Paulina, can't wait to meet you there. Um, For more information, head to your email. That's it. So does that make sense? I hope. Um, I'm asking if that makes sense and there's no one responding. It's like I'm on a Zoom call. It's like I'm teaching, (laughs) teaching my clients. Yeah. Oh, gosh. To land a sale, invest that few cents in a text. I promise you, you will get a better turn up rate if you send a text message to your trial students. You will get a better turn up rate. That's just the way it is. Okay. Send the text, make it happen. Um, remember guys as well to have boundaries around communication. Don't be sending text messages from your personal phone. If you don't yet have software, have a business line that you can text from and just have templates saved. We have template text saved in our Google drive and we um, copy and paste them into texts. So just so you know, we're not reinventing the wheel every single time we use templates. Um, and so we're not having to always retype it. So if we're only sending um, for trials, we actually don't send from the system because it, we don't need to pay extra. We already pay fees on our um, on our mobile phone plan. So we um, have a business mobile phone plan and that is where we send those text messages from, copy and paste from our template and we just adjust the name. Personalizing a text is really helpful as well if you can, unless it's a real bulk send, um, which happens sometimes. You know, you've got a couple of hundred students and you bulk send to all, what do you do? 
but for personalized things like a trial. Hey, Jenny, can't wait to see Mikey at our mini stars class tomorrow at 9am for more, for further information, blah, 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 head to your email. Um, but we'll even typically put the location name as well, just so that they have quick reference on the phone and don't have to think. This is what we're trying to do. We're removing the friction for the client. We don't want them to think too much, right? Okay. Number three on my triple threat communication system is using private portals. So private portals mean Facebook groups, WhatsApp, band, your, you know, your studio app, whatever you use, you'll, you'll have a system. Um, whatever your communication digital space is for your people, make sure that you're using it. This is where we'll put general reminders. So it doesn't cost us anything to use this. So we will use this. Like, hey, everyone, just a reminder that the last day of term is tomorrow and then we're off for two weeks. So can't wait to see you last day tomorrow. It's dress up fun day, blah, 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 whatever. These are the sorts of things that can go in there. We can use imagery. You can use a live video. So you might use those private portals. Um, so this is a step within the step. So live video is a great way to master your triple threat communication system. And it's even better if it comes from you or a leader within your studio. Hey everyone, this is our monthly studio director update. This month, we want to congratulate our students for doing XYZ at the Easter show. Well done to all of you. Plus, don't forget to pick up your costumes from reception. Da, 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 da. Also, congratulations to little Johnny who landed a role in this show. Well done. We can't wait to see you back in studio for you to tell us all about it. Whatever. Okay. That's me doing my spiel, but you get the point. Private portals are a great communication source. If you don't have one, you probably should. And well, you should. I think, I think it will help you immensely. And you'll say, oh, my parents don't use the Facebook group and my parents don't log on to the van. They're not using it because you're not using it, because you're not making it valuable. The only way it's valuable is if you use it. Now, you can give access to these groups and get your teachers doing the posting. You don't have to do it, you know, get or get your team doing the posting as long as there's guidelines around that. Like we do star of the week for each class and our teachers are in charge of taking the photo of the child and posting it in our private Facebook group. And um, they talk about why they've selected them for star of the week. So that's the teacher's role. I don't do that. They do that. So you can utilize this space and engage your community in a really positive way through private portals. Remember that you don't just have to post yourself. You can use your team and utilize their skills and their knowledge. Um, just be making sure that you're checking that and monitoring that as well. Um, you also can use live video as a great connection tool so that people get to know you and you can be the really, you can be the brand of your business and the face of your business. Don't forget as well to invite people to the group. I see this so often or people don't use it. Yeah. You're not even inviting them. Like, do you send reminders every couple of months? Hey there, did you know we have a private Facebook group? Are you a member yet? Here's the link. Join us. This is where you get all the updates. You get to network with your community and you get to hear me once a month as I do a live um, update or Q and a session for our, for our members. Like if you're making the group valuable, people will use it. It's like me. I never used WhatsApp. I never used WhatsApp until it became the key communication tool for my kids' classes. Um, school I'm talking about, not 
like, you know, recreational activity, but for school. And now I like, I rely on that. Oh, that WhatsApp group is my friend. Okay. It's also a great way like of just being social and like saying, Hey everyone, it's my daughter's birthday. You know, I've, I've sent everyone home an invitation. Make sure you check your kid's bag, like whatever. And parents will start communicating with each other. And it's a great tool um, to use for show days where you're like, I am so, this is where I say our team is so busy behind the scenes that we may not be available to answer all your questions on the day. And this is a great opportunity to rely on your community group. Please utilize the Facebook group or whatever you use um, and actually ask questions to other parents because chances are they will know the answer. So we always send that before a show and we find parents going, hey, what time was it again? Hey, was I meant to bring my dad's shoes? And other parents are helping each other. Great. That's what we want. So yeah, get into it. All right. So that was it. They are my, that's my triple threat communication system. And you may think that sounds super obvious, but it's how you use them as well. It's not just use them. It's how do you use them? Like we talked about email. Are you being clear and concise? Are you making those bullet points at the top of mind at the top of the email? Are you making sure that all important events and communication is done via email and then you're not relying on conversations in class? Number two, text message, a great tool to use in this day and age, getting pinging your clients with important immediate information. Like, don't forget today is the day the teddy bears had their picnic, right? If you want that to be to be known, then make sure you're doing it via text. Again, cost associated, create a text budget around that, but it it might not be much. Like it, it can be like literally a few cents of text. Um, where they'll get you though is how many pages are in a text. So with DanceBiz, for example, you can go up to four pages of text and you pay a text rate per page, but it tells you when you're writing the text, you're on page one, or you've just gone to page two. So you might go, Ooh, I'll just remove that word there. And now we're one page. And that means I've reduced my cost by 50%. You know what I mean? So just be mindful of that. Um, how many words per page? Um, and yet text is a great cut through method great cut through method. And in this day and age of low attention span, we need that for parents and and for clients as well. And now busy, busy customers. And number three, use the use of private portals. It's not enough to just have them. Do you actually use them? How do you use them? Like I said, we engage our community through star of the week. We take a photo at the end of the class. We let parents and kids know that their photo is going to be found in the group. Consistency matters in that space. So just making sure that we're doing that and using it efficiently and effectively. But that's it. That's my triple threat communication system. Um, I hope that was valuable. Don't forget the doors are opening to Talent Manager Bootcamp in, oh gosh, when is it now? We're looking at the 30th of May. So the 30th of May doors are open. My wait list is open now. Jump on the wait list. That's josephinelancuba.com forward slash TMB. Link in the show notes. Thank you for listening. Have a beautiful day. Bye. If you enjoyed listening and would like to hear more, be sure to click subscribe. If you're really feeling the love, share us with your friends. To work with me or to simply find out more about the magic of creativity, arts and business, head to my website, josephinelancuba.com and you can find me on socials. 
I also have a book that I've co-written with a bunch of amazing entrepreneurial women called The Women Changing the World. And you can grab a copy of that at josephinelancuba.com forward slash books. Thanks for listening.